Today on CityCast Chicago, election day is three weeks from today. And if you like me, you probably need some help making sense of everything that's on the ballot, especially if you've been feeling disillusioned with politics. That's where the girl, I guess, voters guide may come in. Every election, Stephanie Scora looks at issues through a progressive lens, focusing on candidates and measures that support workers' rights, social services and environmental causes, to name a few. We talk with her about the most important issues on the ballot and why it's important to participate. It's Tuesday, October 18th. I'm Jacoby Cochran, and this is CityCast Chicago. Welcome back to CityCast Chicago. Hey, Jacoby, thanks for having me back on. Am I saying the title properly? Because I could tell that it's not just meant to be said like, girl, I guess, progressive voter guide. I feel like it's supposed to be said. So <laughs> so when you came up with the title, like, how did you say it before you wrote it down? It, so it's very much an homage to the Twitter and I think specifically black Twitter Um pillorying of uh hillarying clinton uh in uh, in 2016 when we didn't wind up with bernie in the primary people were like girl i guess i'll vote for hillary girl i guess yes so it's very much an homage <laughs> to that what's included in what i believe is the ninth edition of the girl i guess voter guide <laughs> basically everything is included in an edition of girl i guess for the general election I cover not every single competitive race. You know, there's there are several races up and down the ballot where it's a Democrat running against a Republican who doesn't have a website, doesn't have a Facebook page, <laughs> barely has a name. So like Illinois' first congressional district, for example, Jonathan Jackson is likely to become the 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 next congressperson there even, even before the general takes place. Exactly, exactly. Understood. So I, I actually did not cover the first congressional district in the general election because although there is a Republican running, um, Jonathan Jackson have like <laughs> there is no chance that he's not going to be elected in that district because it is so heavily Democratic. Mm -hmm. so, so when someone clicks into the voter guide, what are the races that you think people should be following closely? Because some people might take the same stance on like the governor's race, but you've covered that and you've covered it with not only yes. a recommendation, but also a, a breakdown of the race, what's going on, how it's playing out on, on a political and even like a, a cultural landscape with all the memes behind J.B. Pritzker. So, so can you tell me what are some of those races we should definitely be focusing on closely? I cover the statewide elections because it was not so long ago that we saw a Republican governor in the state of Illinois, and we saw the devastation mm -hmm. that that wrought on our state, and we're still recovering from that. You got to vote on the statewide elections; those make a ton of. There's a huge difference. We've really got to focus on the constitutional amendment, the workers' rights amendment. You know, there are some legitimate concerns about how that amendment would uh, would empower police and prison unions um, and enshrine their protections. You know, I was approached by a couple of folks after the guide came out expressing concern about my you know full-throated endorsement of the workers rights amendment and i think you know that's really it's both here and there i would rather give the starbucks union greater protections under illinois state law and let labor figure out labor's own problems than disempower workers because we're afraid of giving more power to the police and, and on this constitutional amendment again you're recommending people vote yes yeah, you've got to vote yes on that mm -hmm. one. You have to vote on the Cook County Forest Preserve Amendment. We got Nick Offerman doing a PSA for the Cook County Forest Preserves uh, <laughs> for the Vote Yes campaign. So you can't say no to Ron Swanson. 
As a born and raised Illinoisan, I get it. I know what's cool and what's the Packers. I also know how important the forest preserves are to Cook County, and I know that we get to enjoy them because they were preserved for us. So let's pay it forward for the next generation. I was going to say, you can't say no to Ron Swanson. Uh, unless he's offering like a, a huge plate of bacon, because even I'm going to have to turn that down. Bro. I'm like, that's not good for you, dog. It's not good for you. Yeah, well, I was going to say, you know, you've got to vote for county commissioner. The Cook County Board is one of the most underappreciated and underrated legislative bodies in the state of Illinois. They have huge amounts of power, huge amounts of influence, and they're a very progressive body. There's only two Republicans left on the Cook County Board. One of them retired, so there's an open seat in a Republican district. Maggie Trevor, who has a lot of experience running in tough Republican districts and coming very, very close to victory, she's got a real chance to flip this seat. And then Dan Calandriello in the south suburbs is running against the Republican uh, county party chair, Sean Morrison, who's the only incumbent Republican left on the board uh, on the Cook County Board of Commissioners. Abdel Nasser Rashid a few years ago tried to flip that seat, came very close. And Rashid is actually about to win his own election in the General Assembly. And then after that, you've got judicial retention. We have an opportunity in the state of Illinois to tell bad judges you're getting the boot. And we have to take advantage of that, especially because there's so little voter education around judicial retention races. Judges need 60% of the vote to be retained. If they get 59%, they lose their job. So if there's a bad judge out there. We all need to vote no on that judge and get them off the bench. And we have the power as voters to do that. You know, I have a great relationship with the folks over at Injustice Watch who put out the city's most comprehensive compilation of information for voters about judicial elections uh, of any kind, whether it's circuit court, Supreme Court, judicial retention, they're the resource to go to. Um, and I partner with them to enhance my coverage, but that means my judicial coverage doesn't come out until theirs does. There were some ballot measures as I was going through the guide that I wasn't even aware of, particularly around establishing mental health areas in the city, uh, potentially uh, trying out new mental health programs or even um you know, refunding uh, particular organizations. Can, can you speak to some of those ballot measures that oftentimes, you know, c are completely lost on the voter, include me? Yeah, you know, we've got, uh, I think, at least 10 ballot measures on the ballot this year. Uh, you know, you might not have all of them. It depends on what part of the city you live in. Um, you're probably only going to have one or two, depending on where you live in, in the city of Chicago. But these ballot measures are incredibly important. If folks have heard of the Treatment Not Trauma campaign, it's a, a concerted effort by grassroots organizers and elected officials to replace police and CPD response to mental health crises with trained social workers who don't bring police along with them. And, you know, there's, there's uh, ballot measures on uh, a lot of your ballots across the city, uh, especially on the south side, especially in uh, some north side neighborhoods represented by progressive older people, uh, to have the opportunity to take your voice as a voter and say, we have to support these programs. We have to support mental health, social work alternatives to police responses to mental health crises. Um, because it just doesn't make sense to have a cop show up to somebody's mental breakdown. Social workers are trained to do this. Um, and there's an opportunity on your ballot to express support for uh, defunding those areas of police uh, presence in the city and empowering people who are actually trained as mental health professionals to deal with mental health crises in our city. And I think that just makes sense. From ballot measures to congressional races to judges, there is a lot of information in this guide. Check the link in the show notes to see it all.
Are you self-conscious about your smile? Do you only allow yourself a closed mouth grin? Well, with Aligner Experts, there's no reason for you to diminish your smile. As orthodontists, they have the privilege of witnessing the remarkable transformation of patient smiles, which often translates into a profound boost in their confidence. Yet, there always seems to be a deterrent. I ain't got the time, I don't have the funds. Luckily, Aligner Experts is redefining convenient and accessible clear aligner solutions. With customizable treatments, transparent pricing, and their cutting edge 3D scanners and dental monitoring technology, you could transform your smile through the convenience of your own schedule. Stop in at their West Loop or Lakeview Clinic today for your complimentary smile assessment. Aligner Experts, your destination for advanced clear aligner solutions. P.S. They got another clinic on the way, so stay tuned for their Old Town location. We hear with every election cycle, which let's be real, feels like every couple of months, whether it's local, statewide, federal level, it feels like the marketing to us with every election is that this is the end of the world. Right. We are fighting for for lives. And, you know, if you don't vote right one point, it was vote or die. Right. It, it always feels so dramatic and so overwhelming. And and let's be real. It, it, it is a serious matter. But when you look at this forthcoming election, what do you think is immediately at stake and why people need to not only be engaged from from the sidelines, but participate in things like this voter guide and, and, and get in the booth? Because it's it feels like such a easy cop out, you know, right to your congressperson vote. But but why should people really not be, you know, put off and participate? You know, that's a great question. And I think at the end of the day, we have to remember Fascism is ascendant in this country. We're not exempt just because we're in Chicago. You know, there's there's people out there that want to see you and me and people like us dead in the street just because of who we are. Um, those folks are running for public office. Our very human rights are on the ballot. And it sucks to have this extremely dire messaging just shoved down our throat year after year. Vote or die. Vote for your lives. Vote like the future depends on it. Unfortunately, it's true. And one of the ways that we can make it more difficult for, you know, for the fascists, we can make it more difficult for them to take power is by making sure they don't just get voted into office. Because they are well funded and they are not uh, uh, for lack of apathy when it comes to stepping inside a voter booth. Exactly. Exactly. We have to use every tool in the toolbox. If you're just voting, you're not doing enough. But if you're not voting, you're not making use of all the resources available to you. And we have an obligation as people who are fighting for freedom, for liberation, for justice, and for basic human rights and human dignity to use every tool available, whether we like them or not. Mm -hmm. We're not all educated to the to the same terminology and are, are you know, the, the same level of politically literate for, for a number of reasons. Do you ever feel like you are you know, that you need to do more work to bring in people who, who might be afraid of terms like even things like progressive or socialist or communist words that are clearly more layered, more complicated. But, but do you ever feel like you need to like extend your arms to bring in people who might not already align with the views that you you, you subscribe to? You know, I think yes and no. Uh, I very much know at this point in my life, at this point in my politics, I'm not going to convince anybody who's not already convinced that I deserve to exist and live. 
Um, you know, that's, that's not, that's not my interest. We cannot compromise with people who would rather see us dead than let us live in peace. Yep. We, and we cannot compromise the humanity of ourselves, of our neighbors. And it, 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 it hurts to feel like you have to, that you have to make your life palpable to someone's ignorance. We're living in an environment where participation in democracy is more important than ever alongside meaningful community organizing. But progressives and leftists are jaded. You know, we know that the system is broken. We know it was never meant to serve us. Uh, and we know that the system is never going to fix itself. And so a lot of people don't participate. And really what Girl I Guess does is it does the work for people. Everybody who listens to CityCast probably has that one friend who really is involved in politics, but doesn't vote because they don't believe that their vote matters. And Girl I Guess is a way to get that friend to turn out, to request their mail-in ballot, to check the boxes, stuff it in the envelope and put it in the mail because these decisions are going to get made with or without them. These people are going to get elected one way or the other. We may as well weigh in. Stephanie Score is the author of The Girl, I Guess, Progressive Voter Guide. Let me say that one more time. Is the author of The Girl, I Guess, Progressive Voter Guide. Thank you for coming back to CityCast Chicago. Thanks for having me. I'll come back anytime. Before I let you go, a little bit of news, y'all. The Cook County Guarantee Income Pilot application closes on Friday. 3,200 residents will receive $500 a month for the next two years. The Chicago Metropolitan Agency for Planning has proposed adding express lane tolls to highways across the city. Officials argue the measure could ease congestion and provide necessary infrastructure funds. Apparently, snow season has already began. The National Weather Service reported snow at O'Hare yesterday. To be real, they could have kept that to themselves. And some good news to get you through. Check out a new community garden in Uptown that honors the neighborhood's black residents. The garden is on a block of Winthrop Avenue where black families were forced to live due to racist real estate practices. You can now enjoy the public plaza while learning a little bit of neighborhood history. As always, we appreciate you for listening. Subscribe to our daily newsletter at chicago.citycast.fm. I'm going to talk to you tomorrow. Peace. Let's do it one more time. Today on the go. Today on the go. Today on the go.